This is another five-star production. It's your time, baby. It's your time, baby. Get my baby. That's the difference when you're my baby. That's how it is when you're. Nobody make me stop the world. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another edition of the Scorekeepers Podcast. Joining me on the line, we have Clayton. Howdy. And, of course, we have Stats and Research. Hey, how's it going? And, of course, I didn't say my name. I'm one of your hosts, Robert. Uh, Khalil's not here with us. You know, you working hard. You know, working at 9 to 5. So, what's up, guys? How y'all doing? How y'all mourning uh, our team's uh, championship final loss? Y'all okay? Y'all holding it down? Uh, I'm I'm pretty good, man. I'll never have to see another Cody Zeller minute in my life. Don't say that. He could be resigned. Don't put, Don't play yourself. Please don't 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 put that in the universe. Don't do That's that. He said last year about Dwayne Dedman, and then he was don't, know, right don't. back on the bandwagon. You mean Will yeah, Chamberlain? Put respect on his name a little bit. Dwayne Chamberlain. Dwayne Elijah. <laughs> What's the name you want to use? Oh <laughs> uh, no, I can't. I mean, I mean, I'm doing fine. It's easier to it's easier to lose when you you know when you just keep losing. You know, it's not like the. It's not like a one game thing where you know you have all this hype and you know you don't see it coming, you know. But that's that, I feel like this is a better loss than you know going to game seven and being heartbroken. I feel like personally. All right, so we're doing better than the Celtics fans. Woohoo! Round yeah. of applause for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yes, like Robert said, uh, the Miami Heat did lose to the Denver Nuggets in the NBA Finals by a series of four to one. The last game being ninety-four to eighty-nine. And you know, fun facts here at the Scorekeepers Podcast: We already talked about Cody Zeller. He played one minute. He was a negative five, and we lost by five points. Now we're not blaming it on Cody Zeller. I am. You know? <laughs> I get um, I get ass told my sister and Marcus we're gonna lose it's gonna we're gonna lose because of those those that sixty seconds and I said why we're gonna lose about five less and now now there is a lot of factors going into it you know as we okay, all right Brandon I got you I'm I'm a, I'm gonna chalk it up for you just give me some time as we know there is a lot of factors um you know that we were talking about, or at least Brandon and Rob were talking about leading up to the NBA Finals, just talking about how the Nuggets are the better overall talented team of the sorts. But, you know, Miami, gritty, the culture, the whole shebang. Um, I got to ask you guys, because Brandon, you didn't, you never really put it in the rundown. You kind of just wanted to talk about the Finals. But I, me personally, I mean, this is for maybe a cop-out or whatever, but... If I'm not mistaken, didn't we play the most games in an NBA season all time? Or am I crazy? Not, I don't have a clue. Because uh, they add the two play-in games. We played those to extension. We went to a game seven, went to a game six. Like Yeah, but we had two five-game series. I think it would, they would at least have to get, like, I think one more game seven. Okay, well, they do. They well, they added – well, the added playing games adds to that as well. If you want to consider that the playoffs, yeah. I do not. But regardless of the fact, do you guys think that this team was genuinely fatigued towards the end of these uh, towards the end of these finals? I'm not saying that that was the reason, but I'm asking you guys: Do you guys think that they were at one point? Um, you want to go first? Um, I mean, I don't. I wouldn't say that. I didn't really see a team that was fatigued. But... I saw a team that just wasn't good enough. I saw a team who was starting backward. It's Max Struess and Gabe Vincent. So, Rob, uh, I would say at times, um, like I thought, I really think this series might have been a little different if they could have beaten Boston and Ford and had like the week and a half off. I think. You see, I was, I was, I was thinking genuinely the, the same, the same thing. Genuinely, I don't think if we go to seven, I think I do the Nuggets win, you know, whatever. Is it definitely closer? Are the games not by 10 points plus? Probably. That's what I said. 
Um, but regardless of the fact, big news coming out of it. We talked about Jimmy Butler's ankle a little a bit, a bit uh, maybe three weeks ago, uh-huh. uh, three weeks ago or something like that. I was concerned about it. You guys told me to not be concerned about it. Now, after watching the NBA Finals, obviously Jimmy Butler isn't going to come out and say that his ankle hurts because he's a grown-ass man and he's 34, whatever how old he is. Um, do you guys – is that one of the reasons why you're going to chalk this up as an L? Or, I mean, not not that. Is that why you think Jimmy Butler's performance was injured? Let's say that. I, I would say no, personally. You would yeah. say no. It it probably factored in it, but I don't think like it wasn't like he couldn't play at all. It wasn't like like to me, this one I know his ankles like really bothering him to me personally. It's not even as much offensively. I do think he was kind of picking his spots, but like defensively, he was still pretty fine. Like he like I he still had bursts, he could still go up and get rebounds if he needed to. He was getting especially the last game, he was getting steals when he needed to. Like I don't think that's the reason why they lost. I don't and I really hate when team when like I said, when uh Teams or fan bases start blaming injuries for why you didn't win. Like there's like there's five people. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm, no, no. I know you're not doing that, but I'm just saying like. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not blaming that whatsoever on on that. I'm asking because I mean you know he is our star player. I I I, I heard what you said the last pod, and I'm on the same boat with you. You know he was on the court. He played the game, but he did not play the Jimmy Butlers that we have known. And ever since he rolled that ankle against Josh Hart, it he. You know, I don't want to say decline, but he kind of like you know fell off a little bit, I, and other people had to step up. We I, can talk about Max Struess shooting zero for ten in one of the games. There's a multitude of things as to why the we, Heat didn't win this. It's not get, just Jimmy Butler. Okay. Well, I just have to ask the question because he is our star player. Okay, well I'll say this: I would caution more to the side of not ankle injury, maybe, and more like fatigue. As the reason why he probably looked as bad, like he had, like basically for the majority of the series, he had to guard. He was like the primary defender for Jamal Murray being put in a pick and roll with Jokic. That that that's that's gonna take a lot out of you. So, and like, then on top of that, if you're probably not feeling a hundred percent, it probably drains on you. So you kind of have like he kind of like because look, he showed you. He kind of had like these little like spurts where he could do some things, but he just couldn't. He couldn't do it the whole game. It was kind of very like reminiscent of like LeBron against Denver last round. He can have these stretches, but he just can't do it for a whole game. So, and I think asking him to do it for a whole game at this point in the season, I think you're asking for too much. So that's why I I would take I would put more of the blame on like like my personal opinion. The blame would go more on like Max Struess and Caleb and uh Gabe Vincent. Because, like, they were missing, like, wide-open shots. And that basically was, in my opinion, because they didn't have a size advantage, that was going to be the only way they were going to beat the the Nuggets. So that's my opinion. Brandon. Well, I, I, before before I, I pass it on to you, Brandon, I just want to say, I mean, we all saw these games. The one game where they shot lights out, we still only won by three points. That, I felt like that that was the factor, was that we played one of the best games that we had played. Um, not, you know, in the entire playoffs, but one of, you know, played lights out. Only won the game by three points. Just want to throw that what out game, there. What game, what, you Meanwhile, game two? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there are other things that factors in game two. If you look at game three and four, and those are, to me, are the games that really where they lost the series or anything, they're, those third quarters, when they'd come out of those third quarters and they couldn't produce, like, any Oh, offense. you mean the third quarters? However, yeah, I know, yeah, I love to say third quarter. I know, boy, y'all on Twitter, boy. I love that. But, yeah, those are – that's basically – to me, those are the, the points of the games of those two games. Those are the moments that cost them the series, if anything. Oh, no, no, no. I, I agree with you. Um, excuse me? Uh, I, I definitely agree with you in that aspect. But I'm just saying, like, that, that was the cause of concern for the following – but okay. Brandon, uh, your thoughts on Jimmy pretty much as a whole, and because you know there's a lot of scrutiny going on around Jimmy Butler, um, and what went wrong for the Miami Heat? Um, Jimmy, Jimmy's play, honestly, like he wasn't. There were a few games like he wasn't great, um, but particularly like the last three games, he was pretty good. Uh, not three, sorry. The middle two, the two home games, he was good. Um, he was good in the fourth quarter of the last game. Um, I think that had a lot to do more with the way the Nuggets were defending him. Uh, they did not really 
allow him to just cycle through matchups. They didn't allow him to 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 just get clean um, post up. So like he would post Murray, like that might be the guy he wants. He gets him in the post, but they send the help. Uh, so he, he doesn't really get get to do what he'd been doing to Boston, where he could just take Derek White in the post and back him down and get whatever clean look he wants to. Um, I think some of it as well is he, he he honestly missed a lot of shots that he normally makes, particularly around the rim. I, I think some of that might be the ankle. He, he missed a lot of shots short, so he wasn't maybe he wasn't really getting the lift that he normally does. But at the same time, I I, I don't know how much I'm willing to give it to the ankle because, like I said, it's, it's not like he hurt it in game two. He'd been playing on it for two, three weeks. So he's used to it. He knows the lift. Whatever lift he has, he knows what it is. So I just honestly, look, the Nuggets, they raised their game defensively in a way that they hadn't really all season, at least consistently. And they they took away a lot of what the Heat wanted to do, a lot of the open looks that kind of suffocated their offense. So I, honestly, I give all the credit to them. They were the better team. They they played better. They had guys step up. You know, game four, it was Aaron Gordon. Um, they had uh, I think Christian Brown, and was that game three? Uh, game three was like Christian Brown. He had like twenty. Um, so you know, they they just got it from everywhere. Obviously, Jokic is Jokic. So it's it's. That's what a team does. They were a complete team. They're a better team. That's about it. That's all I really chalk, chalk it up to. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I don't think they're – I don't truly think that we have anything else to say um, that hasn't been said already by either you two or me because we haven't had Khalil on here. not his fault. But um, I, is there anything final that you guys want to say before we move on to the next subject? Because – like I said, we have talked about it at great lengths for the past couple of weeks. Um, I don't. I'm. I don't remember if we talked. To, did we talk about this on the podcast, Robert? Um, I'm not sure, but I know you and I have talked about it off the podcast. I, I, I think, honestly, it's what would I like the championship? Of course, I'm not. I'm not. If I could win the championship, I'll take it. But it's. I think long term, and I think ultimately, it'll end up. This will end up working out better for the Heat uh, than, than winning would. Um, you, you've seen, you saw the play of Vincent. You saw the play of Struess, particularly in this series. Um, and as well, like, you know, Gabe has had some moments in the playoffs. He's had some series where he was really good, like the Knicks series. Um, but you see that it's not enough. You need to do more. You need to be better. Um both guys are going to be free agents this year and maybe they come back, maybe they don't, you know, we'll kind of see, but the point is that had you, had you won this series, there may have been some added pressure to maybe even overpay uh, to keep one or both of these guys. Um, I don't see that being there. I don't think it will be there. I I would right now today, if you're if you're asking me, I don't think Gabe Vincent is back. Um, I think there's a chance Juice comes back. I'd say that's maybe a little. I'd say maybe like 55, 45. He comes back, but it's on a more a cheaper, more team friendly deal. Um, so you'll be fine. You know, you'll have they have some flexibility. They got some contracts. Um, they have some cap, draft capital, then they can go. They could go a star hunting. So, well, speaking of star hunting, I mean, you guys are going to probably talk about it in a later pod, but uh, I'll bring it up now that reports came out today that before the Dallas Mavericks traded for Kyrie Irving, the Miami Heat made some calls trying to get Kyrie Irving down here to the Miami Heat. So, um, on top. Report. It's not? That's what the no. report I saw today? Okay, well, whatever. Yeah, Shams, Shams reported that today, but when the Kyrie trade happened and when he was out there, 
it was reported that the Heat had inquired about Kyrie Irving. Oh, okay. Well, on top of that, Damian Lillard says that he loves Bam, and you guys touched on – I think you guys touched on that last part. But Damian Lillard loves Bam and would love to come play with Bam and Abai on the Miami Heat. And he said he would come if they didn't win the championship. They didn't win the championship. Now, I know you guys are going to do a trade pod, free agency pod, the whole shebang, which hopefully I'm a part of because I actually like free agency. You should um, join. I was about to say, don't don't try to just make it me and him. You can. Uh, you're you're no, I mean, because I, I know because free agency is three days, and you guys will have a podcast for each day individually. Because I know you both. You could I know do, you, you could you could do a voice note. We'll take you. You could show up. You we'll can do it. a voice note. You could you can do a guest appearance. Hey man, um, hey man, we're like we're like a day one kind of guy. We're like oh. we're like we're like the church. Come as you are. We'll take you. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. We don't take home. attendance now. Now, real quick. Uh, Damian Lillard, we already talked about it a little bit in the chat. Interest? How how, how interested are you guys into Damian Lillard? Because this is a star that has said that he wanted to come play uh, down in Miami recently. Uh, you can talk about all the other players in somewhat recent fashion, but you know, star power in terms of Damian Lillard. How interested are you? And who are you trading? Just very fast, very very fast. Brandon Rob, whoever wants to go first. You, you want to go first, bro? Yeah, okay. So I'm about 70 or 80% interested in Damian Lillard. Um, after okay. watching these last couple of games, I definitely, especially if you could, like, use his mid- trade out, gave Vincent's minutes for his, I think he definitely would have been – he's kind of what the team might be missing as an offensive punch. Um, and I would try to trade um, – I would try to do the deal. I think he has to be involved in the deal. Um, hero, but there is ways to get the trade done without hero. They just might, because okay. realistically, if you trade for him, you're going to be limiting yourself financially on bettering your team, just in general. So I would try to do well. A, I would try to do a, a okay. Lowry Oladipo and two first picks, and then keep here and then trade hero for for a, another wing. Okay, that's interesting, Brandon. Um, I'm a hundred percent interested in Damian Lillard, but he is not my uh he is not number one on my board. He's not your big fish. He's a big fish, but he's not number one on my board and that's not honestly it's not has nothing to do with the talent and talents there, obviously. Um it, look the new C B A that's coming in, uh, very punitive, uh, for teams that have high salaries. You bring in Lillard, he's at he's gonna be in the the last three years of his deal in the 45 to probably like 55-ish million range. Jimmy, similar kind of money. Bam is still on is still on a max. So you're you're looking at in the neighborhood of $130 million committed to three players. Um, you know, and, and that's, I guess, roster construction gets really hard when doing that. Um, and the back end of those contracts, a lot of money, and, and I'm in the middle of Bam's prime. I personally, uh, I'm not going to be upset if I heard tomorrow that the Heat are trading for Damian Lillard. I will be on this podcast, you know, proclaiming the championship next year. But he's just not my number one. No, I will not be doing that. But yes, are either are are either of you guys? Are are either of you guys scared about his injury history? I mean, I know it hasn't been lengthy like Paul George, like how you guys talked about, but you know, recent years. You know, uh, are you guys scared about that or no? His main injury yeah. was an abdominal injury, and I can probably if that's like your worst injury and that had you missing time when your team was trying to tank, I can live with that. Okay, Brandon, you no, no. Okay, it's not like uh, a, it's not a it's not a knee. It's not like a torn ACL. It's not it's not like a de- what they would call it a devastating injury. Okay. Well, as you guys said, I mean, I'm also very interested in Damian Lillard. Probably, I'd probably say about 85%. I would, I would love. I already told you guys before the pod. My, my I would love Brooke Lopez on his team. I know it's going to be very hard to do, as Brandon, as you said earlier before we got on. I would love Brooke Lopez. Um, is there, like, I, I just want to see the center, uh, project. I guess you could say the center project that's next to Bam. Like a true center, like someone that could we could pair with Bam down low, 
I've been waiting for this for quite some time. Am I going to be like you said, Brandon? Is is Damian Lillard like? Am I going to be like no? Of course not. Fucking Damian Lillard's a baller. You know, he's an offensive machine. I'll take that any given day of the week. But to some extent, you know, there are some other holes in the roster. And in terms of roster construction, I mean, I, I know you guys are concerned, and I understand the concern. But I believe in the Heat in terms of roster construction. And, I mean, we just saw it this year. We've seen it in the past three years, getting guys off the fucking street and making them into, you know, Gabe Vincent just got a, a jersey swap on a Twitter feed the other day. You know what I mean? Like, we made that happen. So I'm not overly too concerned with the roster construction. I do understand your concerns with that. Um, but that's that's my two cents, I guess you could say. Uh, Brandon, were you going to say something about the center project? Um. That or no, I would I would like Brook Lopez, but like I think the Heat like Brook Lopez, like you know, assuming it was like like finances aside, um, yeah, I think they would. I think they would, but honestly, I don't think even if they could, I, I don't think they would pursue him just because Brook Lopez is a starter. That would mean playing Bam at the four. The Heat don't want to do that, nor do I think the Heat should. Okay, all right, so let's not, move it on. Let's move it on to the next uh, thing on the docket. You put the MLB report, but we don't have an MLB report. And we're we're very aware of this because I'm the one that does MLB report. And baseball has been very quiet this year, besides Miami Marlins. Wait, 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 wait. If you're going to do the, if you're going to talk baseball, I can at least play it. No, no, I'm really not, though. I was going to say <laughs> that I'll talk more. I know, honestly, I was going to say I'm going to talk more about it during the All-Star break about the snubs and who should have got in and who shouldn't have got in. Okay. And that'll come later. But I do want to give a shout-out to the Miami Marlins. That's all I'm going to say. They're balling right now. There's like fucking three and a half games behind the Braves for the first place in the Nets in the league. Shout-out to the Miami Marlins because, God, it's been long. Um, but we'll move on to another homer pod that I know why Brandon put in here because if any other player was released in the NFL, we wouldn't be talking about it. We've covered but, every player that's been released in the NFL. I just want to yeah, pick that up. Bullshit. Name, name the don't, player. Don't name the this. player. Name the don't player. I'm begging you. This. I'm begging you. We talk, <laughs> We covered Ezekiel. We covered Odell. We've covered every player. Nah. We even. So I think we even did. Took, we even did Hopkins. I'm. I'm begging you. Why, say a name. Say why, a name. Why are you out here? Why are you hating because Miami is the center of the sports world at the moment? Your hometown. Dalvin oh, yeah. Cook. We know you beat Georgia, Cook. but damn. Dalvin Cook mm. has been cut by the Minnesota Vikings. He got cut on June 2nd, I think, or June 1st. Yes. Um, there, As I asked you, Brandon, actually, I think way before all this happened, when Dalvin Cook was even a thought, was, um, you know, I, I told you, yo, I know Miami is his preferred destination, but money does talk. And you guys, after June 1st, after all of your cuts, I think you guys got up to $18.5 million, if I'm not mistaken, in terms of extra cap after the June 1st cut. Am I wrong about that? That sounds right. Yeah, you're wrong. What is it? How much money is it? It's, I believe it's closer to the $13 million from Byron Jones, and that's it. Oh, well, I mean, 18, 13, 5 mil, whatever. Um, now that was they haven't they haven't signed they haven't signed Cam Smith because they didn't have the cap at the moment. Ah, see now that now that I did not know. They currently right, now th- they currently have thirteen point nine. Just want to put that in there. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so Dalvin Cook has you know towards the later end of these years he has been a little down in terms of injuries, but he's still putting up good numbers when he's on the actual field. You cannot say that he's not injury prone Monday, shut the fuck up. He's injured a lot. Um, that's the whole reason why they're trusting Alexander Madison over there in Minnesota. Um, but even when he's on the field, he puts up fantastic numbers. Now, you guys have a great running back room from what I know. And uh, what's, the, what's the guy that you guys just got from Texas A&M? Is Devon. it Texas A&M? Devon. Yeah, yeah him. I'll – I'm a big fan of him. I'm glad you guys have probably the fastest running back room probably in the entire league. Um, so I mean, personally, this is just me personally. And you guys are going to be like, no, no. I don't think you guys really need Dalvin Cook. Like it's not necessarily a need. I really like how you guys are constructed right now. Truly there's speed all over the field. You have Tyree Jalen, 
uh, Raheem, all those guys, everywhere there is speed. And I'm not really all for the let's bring Dalvin Cook in here because Dalvin Cook is an ace. Like I really, I, again, I really like how your team is constructed. I don't, I don't, I don't think you need him like at all. Uh, maybe you guys want to establish the run and do the whole play action thing and whatever. I just, eh, it's not for me for you guys. But again, I'm not the Dolphins fan here. Um, you two, again, our interested are you and Dalvin Cook. And what are you willing to give up for him? I Whoever mean, wants to go first. I, I don't disagree with you. I don't think that we need Dalvin Cook. He's more of a luxury. That's why the Dolphins, you know, that's why he has not been signed yet. Um, because the Dolphins have other needs to address, and there's no reason for them to throw six, seven, eight, nine million dollars at a running back when they already have two running backs. Well, their you know their overall their run game wasn't like super productive, like like overall numbers, but they were good. Like they just didn't run very much. But when they did, you would very often see Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson peeling off five yards every time they touch the rock, seven yards every time they touch the rock. Um, you know, and I I need a there's some holes, man. I need a defensive tackle. Uh, I could probably wouldn't hate hate it if we got another linebacker. Um, you know, who knows what else might come up during the season. And just in general, I got guys that need to get paid coming up as well. And you know, I wouldn't I would like to roll over some cap. If possible, as well. You and I both know, Brandon. I mean, I, w- I was never I was never on this train. Fed would always tell me that that salary cap is an imaginary number. But as I've seen over the last, what, three years, especially with the Eagles, you and I both know that salary cap is an imaginary number. And at any point, that number can change in a second with a signing bonus. It's, yes, but, like, and, and I'm, I'm with you, but I can – you, you have more flexibility if I have roll if I can roll over some cap. Like I don't I don't have to give everybody these massive signing bonuses in their contract. And you can't and sometimes the way the way contracts are structured, like you can't really do it. Also, by the way, a lot of times uh restructuring the way restructuring works as well, it's kinda like um like a mortgage. You're basically borrowing against future years. Um, for pre- present flexibility, and that's how some teams um, end up in cap hell because they do that stuff. They don't manage it right. Um, so, look, it's just just flexibility. Like I could still, if I take thirteen million over into into next year, or hell, like if I wasn't paying Mike Gesicki ten million dollars for no damn reason, um, I could have or, or Byron Jones, sorry ass, if I wasn't paying him for no damn reason, like I could have had that cap space. This year, well, Byron Jones is a different story. You wouldn't have been able to, but Mike Gesicki, like if I had that ten million dollars rolled over to this year's cap, would have been a little bit easier. Maybe you don't have to cut as big a sign and bonuses or as big a checks, you know. And that's that's all. But now, as for Dal- hey, go ahead, go ahead, uh, finish your statement. As, as for Dalvin Cook, more specifically though, like I said, uh, you know, if they are able to get him, um, on a on a if they do get him, rather, um, you don't need him. But what he would add is that explosive home run threat. Like they have Mostert, Wilson, they have speed, lots of it. I mean, pretty physical runners. But um, and maybe Mostert might be more that guy than Wilson. But that breakaway home run speed, just one cut, find the hole, and you're gone. Dalvin Cook is like he has that. Now, um, how interested? Uh, in terms of percentage, are you in Dalvin Cook? Um, I mean, I'm interested in them. Like, I'm interested in them. It's just more like, how much do I want him on the team? I'm kind yeah. of indifferent. I'm kind okay. of indifferent. Like, if he's there, great. If he's not, like, it's fine. All right, Robert. I don't. We don't Robert need him, but okay. I want him. So I would. Oh. Yes. I want him. I'm not gonna lie. I think he. I think he upgrades offense. Plus, he would force McDaniel's to run the ball more, which I think would be matter. I just think. It, I think. Well, I think they'll you, probably end up with him. Honestly, I just think it depends on the price range. You did say that McDaniel's last year. You know, he's like trying to prove a point a lot of the times in your mind. 
trying to prove a point, like, yeah, I can pass this motherfucker around, and then he never really established the run. Yeah. So, Plus, you did say that about, last year. It's really easy to sign him, honestly. Um, it just depends on what price range. All they really have to do, I mean, it's just a question. Does he want, like, a one, is he willing to take a one-year deal? Because if he takes a one-year deal, they could just really keep his base salary low and sign him to a big roster bonus. And we know, we know Ross has the money. He'll spend the money. So... No, yeah, I, I mean, I know, but maybe he's looking for something more. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the whole thing. reason why. That's the whole thing with this contract, anyways. That's the whole reason why he got cut. So, I mean, but you maybe you, he is you would agree more. though, if they sign him, you know, they basically would have the the best skill position in the league. There wouldn't be a team in the league that has better skill positions. Players. Okay. Would you? Um. Hmm. Um. Is that it for Dalvin Cook or no? Yeah, that's it. I mean, is there a, little, a little nugget. That's all. Any, you want okay. to talk, talk about Hopkins? I think we already did DeAndre Hopkins. He said we only do Dolphins. We didn't, but it, I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I think that motherfucker's washed. I'm you not even going to lie to you. think he's washed? Wow. That's I, I wonder, okay, washed is a, washed is a big I just want to say, I'm, if he's I'm DeAndre wide Hopkins. Receiver, I he's just, not wide receiver one. He's wide receiver two on a good team without already having He was wide playing with Kyler Murray, and I just want to say, uh, Odell Beckham can go get fourteen million in a year. DeAndre Hopkins at least be able to get some money. That's all I'm saying. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, he probably could. He probably would. But I mean, he, they say he's going to Cleveland, Odell. right? I don't, I don't want him going. Oh yeah, I did see that. I yeah. did see that. That'd be interesting. Um, the the, the land of that, wash receivers. That, that would be interesting, but I, you know, who's probably gonna need wide receiver soon, uh, is the goddamn Bills. Stephon Diggs holding out a fucking mini camp or mandatory mini camp, whatever. But then he ended uh, up going. I know, yeah. and then he ended up mm-hmm. going, and everyone was like, "Oh my god!" And then, "Oh my god!" Wait, he went. Um, I thought he didn't go. No, no he didn't go. Yeah, and then his agent came out and was like, "Yeah, he's going." I think um, it's like a new contract, right? That's like his old issue. I don't think it's a new contract. I think he might. He don't like how he's using the offense or some shit? I mean. I don't know. I I think. He's got Josh Allen's hanging out too much time with Haley Steinfeld. Y'all need to stop that. This is the second time you said, the second time in a week you've said something about Haley Steinfeld. Leave that man alone, okay? He deserves it if he's winning like that, all right? We don't deserve it. Winning like what? (laughs) What you mean? What? He's a, he, Are you he, talking he, to me or him? I'm talking both of y'all. Like, what, what, what's, what's the slander? What's going on here? What slander? Winning like what? You ain't won nothing. You got a couple division crowns. More than others in his, more than anybody else in his division. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. That, that's my response too. All right. Um, all right. So let's move on to the Major League Soccer, where the biggest news heard around the world: Lionel Messi joining Inter Miami. Declining $1.6 billion from the Saudi Arabia League and coming all the way down to Miami or Fort Lauderdale, whatever it is that you want to call it. Commercial um, Boulevard, baby. Yeah. So yeah. Just, just small text for me. I am all – oh, speaking of, Messi gets like a percentage of the MLS season pass and like the Adidas merch being sold throughout the Inter-Miami. So I think he's fine financially, on top of whatever he's going to get paid for. Um, do you want to say this? Just for some doctor. Wait, you're going to have to repeat that. It was, it was break, you were breaking up. Repeat that for the. For the oh, listeners. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is fucking huge. And I, I, I mean, I know we don't talk a lot about soccer on this podcast, but this is the biggest thing to touch America. I don't, like, I, this is not a dramatic thing. This is the greatest soccer player who touched a soccer ball. And he's coming to Miami. Like, that's, that's unfucking heard of. I've heard I saw someone on Twitter say, say this in NBA terms, and someone was like, LeBron James joining the Shanghai Sharks. Like, that's how no, crazy. Actually, this, this, I wouldn't even say that that's accurate. They actually have a basketball culture. Over there in China, it, it'd be like LeBron joining, like I don't know, like some English like basketball league somewhere. It's like when this AI went to the, Turkey. Yeah. That's right. This is yeah. one of the biggest things to happen in sports. Period. Lionel Messi, the greatest player to ever touch a fucking soccer ball, coming 
Freshman of Miami playing in MLS. Again, we've already had players like Zlatan Ibrahimovic playing for the LA Galaxy. Wayne Rooney was here for quite some time. Uh, who else am I missing? Who else David am Beckham. I missing, Brandon? Beckham at the Galaxy. There you go, David Beckham. David Beckham playing here for quite some time. This the list goes down, but this is fucking messy. Like I was so hyped at work when I found out this information. I was telling everyone, and no one matched my energy at all. Oh really? Oh that's yeah, same and it was same, and it was bro. quite and it was quite fucking unfortunate because I'm not even a fucking Inter Miami fan. I'm a Philadelphia nah, Union yeah. fan. But this is still fucking messy. I don't understand. Wait, 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 are. wait, wait. You're a Philadelphia but, Union soccer fan? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I told know. you guys about Andre Blake, the Jamaican goalkeeper, who oh, I Jesus. love dearly. Oh, my God. What? I've had enough. He's been an M- no, no, I'm not going to let you get that off. He's been an MLS what? fan for long before Miami was even conceived of having a team. So he didn't have any options. Thank you. Okay, all right, all right, okay. That's the only way I'm going to let that slide. Because if, if, I'm just saying, because at some point, if this is what it is, he needs to slide with the 76ers. Honestly, That's was, all I'm saying. He was, an, he was an MLS fan before, like, honestly, anybody should have been even, like, watching. No, I know he watched MLS. I just didn't know he was a Philadelphia Union fan. Like, I didn't, I didn't see him wear a Philadelphia no, Union yeah, jersey. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Big respect, no, big respect. Big up. But, uh... Honestly, Clay, let me to, hold on, Ben. Hold on, uh, let me let me just get my let me just get my shit off before you before you agree with me because I know you are. No, I wasn't. The tickets. I was going to ask you a question. Go ahead. Oh, okay. The finish, tickets. Finish. The tickets jumped from five dollars to three hundred and forty-seven dollars, and that is standing room only. I need everyone down in South Florida to be more appreciative of what you're about to witness on your TV. I understand this man is old. I understand that. This is not prime messy we're getting. But I am calling it... 20 assists, bro. Chill, he's pretty good. I know, he is pretty the good. Only play, you know, the only player in Europe in Europe's top five leagues to do that this season, by the way. I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm marking it down. Lionel Messi, as long as he's here, will win either one or... I think, I from what I heard, from my sources... Who pissed me the fuck off? I hope he hears this. From my sources in the Inter Miami space, from what I hear, it is a two-year deal. From what I hear, if Probably. he's here all two years, he's winning both MLS Cups. I'm calling it right now. You think they're gonna come from dead last this year and win the MLS Cup? I'm telling you right now, they will win the MLS Cup with Lionel Messi on that team. Calling okay. it now. Now I will right say, now. I will say, um, the Messi. They, I don't know if you heard this today. They are, they have started talks with Jordi Alba as well. No uh, fucking shot. This is what. I, this was another thing. You. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I keep cutting you off. But this no. is another thing. This is another thing. This is one of the exact reasons why I'm so happy too. Players are going to want to come play with Messi. Like, yeah, it's not indirectly, you know, it's not in South Beach, but it's Miami. Those players are going to live in Miami. No one's going to go live on Commercial Boulevard in Oakland Parkway. Like, players from hey, around man. the you world. Can have a, you can have a lot of fun. You can have a lot of fun in Las Olas. I'm just saying. It ain't that far from Commercial. Everyone is going to want to come play with Messi, it's whether it's someone in the bottom half of the Premier League or the top half. And like they're a little wash or whatever. I can tell you one thing right now that Higuain signing was not the fucking answer. We're not gonna have the Higuains of the world coming down to Miami to play with Messi. We're gonna have premier shit. That's what I'm saying. This is what people should be excited about, especially for the Latin culture all over here. That place is gonna be a madhouse. And Brandon, I'm Rob. I know for a fact you've never been to the stadium. Brandon, if you've ever been to the stadium, that place is small. But that place is going to lose its fucking mind. It's going to lose its mind. Oh, they will. I um, Honestly, I think, um, obviously, Messi is, is good uh, for, for Miami, for the club. But um, I wanted, I did want to ask you, because I don't, I don't know if you saw this. Did you see they played the New England Revolution the other night, and they lost? Um, did you see the press conference afterwards? Uh, the coach of New England Revolution is Bruce Arena. 
Uh, did you see his press conference? Did you happen to catch no. it on Twitter? No, I did not. What did he say? So in that press conference, they basically, the reporters spent the entire time trying to get him to bash Inter-Miami and Messi for and the MLS for helping facilitate this deal. Um, and he would not do it. Um, they were they basically asked him, hey, so like, do you think it's it's unfair that the MLS is helping them do this? And because remember, Miami got they got punished last year for their they did not properly follow um, the rule. I don't know exactly what rules they broke, but they uh, they broke some some roster rules and they had they got punished for it last season. So he tried they tried to get him. They were asking questions along those lines. And he, all he kept saying was, no, like Messi for MLS is good. It's good for the league. It's good for Miami. Um, and, and they tried to get insinuate that Miami was breaking rules. He's like, Miami's not breaking any rules. They have a designated, open designated player spot. If they have the open spot, you know, they can sign him. They can pay him whatever the hell they want. They can pay him a billion dollars if they want to, you know. So I'll send it to you. I'll see if I can find it again. I'll send it to you, but... Um, but I, I was saying that because I wanted to ask you. I obviously, based on your rant, I know where this is going to go. Mm. Do you believe? I, I know you think obviously Messi is good for the league, but do you believe the league should change some of their roster rules? Um, that way, they can encourage more players, sort of like the Saudi Pro League. The Saudi Pro League is like the country itself. Saudi Arabia is. It has an entire fund, a $20 billion fund to try and attract players, you know, like Ronaldo, like uh, Benzema, who left Real Madrid, um, to come and play for teams in their pro league, uh, in their Saudi pro league. Do you believe the MLS should maybe not have a fund, but use, change their roster rules and allow for, for this, more players to come over? Um. Now, are you telling me to change, like, the designated player spot? Or, like, are we talking about trying to, I guess, add more designated player spots? Is that what you're Whether pretty much saying? It's just what, you know, the mechanisms, how you do it. Like, you can add, maybe you add more. Um, maybe you, you know, maybe you, you, you just have, maybe you change the cap. I don't know. You can do different. I don't, honestly don't watch MLS enough to I don't even know I know you get three designated player spots I, I assume that's like you can sign whoever you want to however much you want they don't count against your cap is that basically what that is well now yeah well first yes um second second off I I would start changing it if we went down the road of being you know international you know what I mean? And by when I say international, we're not having, you know, people from, uh, I don't know, England having the MLS season pass on their phone. You know what I mean? I understand, like, the Saudi Arabians, they have $20 million added to their name. but Billion. Billion. Th- billion. Yeah, oh, that, I, that's what I meant. $20 billion to their name. But I don't <laughs> – I'm this is not even a joke. I'm pretty sure the MLS doesn't even make $20 billion in a season. You understand no, what I'm not. saying? So the Saudi, the Saudi Pro League doesn't either. But so like the, I, the Saudi Pro League is actually as a rated league in the in the world. It's far worse than the MLS. Believe it or not, like it's not even close. Well, that's that's why I'm saying like I don't think they necessarily have to change anything because you are able to get players. We just or not we, but Miami just got the greatest player in the world by doing the same exact things that are in the league rules. Like you're allowed to do it just like the new England coach said, or as you said, he did the banner Miami. They did. They, they followed the rules. It's not our fault that we followed the rules and you guys didn't want to go get messy and you guys didn't follow the rules. Like, come on now. Are you really going to tell me, sit there and tell me that Wayne Rooney was, you know, a Chicago fire fucking uh favorite from the beginning no man he went there because you know he got fucking paid a lot of money if you're willing to fucking win this is how you win this is what you want to do to win do you understand what i'm saying like don't get mad at inner miami for 
you know, I guess going around the rules when in reality it's in the rules. That's that's unnecessary. If you guys want to win, shit, just look at LA Galaxy, bro. LA Galaxy, LA Galaxy, forever. I think they were. I think they had a three peat, or at least I know they definitely went back to back. But they had Landon Donovan, one of the greatest U.S. soccer players to ever play, you know, in the United States, and they had David Beckham. And then on top of that, they're like, no, you know what? LA Galaxy has been bad for far too long. Who are we gonna go get? Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Like, do you get what I'm saying? Like, these are star power names. These are soccer Hall of Famers across the globe. So it's not necessarily that they should be upset. They should be doing something about it. There's plenty of people in the league. Like, I understand that L.A. is a hot city and Miami is a hot city. Wayne Rooney went to Chicago. No offense to Chicago. Great city. Great. But it's a great city, but it's not Miami and L.A. There's no shot. You can get someone on the New York Red Bulls. You can get someone in New York FC. Like, it's it's possible that you guys could do this. It's just you don't want to because you Ronaldo, think you guys... Remember, Ronaldo was considering Kansas City. It was between Saudi Arabia and Kansas City. Oh, yeah, exactly. I totally forgot about that. You're absolutely right. If Cristiano Ronaldo can go, nuts, Kansas, by the way. can go to Kansas City, then, <laughs> then you guys should be able to do this, man. Like, but, yes, I understand. We're not going to have PSG. We're not going to have Neymar, uh, Mbappe, and fucking whoever else is on that team. Uh, the Italian, Stallion, uh, Donnarumma, all on, same, all on one team. But you can at least try to get at least two English guys on one team. It's possible. Honestly, honestly I think the MLS as a league should be doing more of it as an investment. And I think, the, the like, U.S. Soccer Federation should be a part of it as well. Um, if like the U.S. is going to host the World Cup in 2026. Um, yeah, and it's all oh, not even them. It's, it's isn't it all of North America? Isn't like Canada part of it too? Yes, yeah, so it's, it's a North American bid, but the majority of yeah. the cities are in the U.S. Um, and so, and and I and I think not only that as an opportunity, but if the U.S. wants to win, ever win a World Cup, like 2026 aside, I, I don't think they will. I, I think much too soon um but if they, wanna, if they yeah i told you that needs to be their coach <laughs> don't play with me they, need to, no, they needed to hire Thierry Henry yesterday no I'm... but um if they ever if they ever want to win a world cup soccer has to become big in the inner cities um it has to compete to some level with basketball with football it will like obviously it'll never surpass those two sports those two sports are deeply ingrained within the inner cities around the country um but it has to it has to have a presence you 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 have to have you have to get in there and get some of those guys you know who you know that five nine kid who's like a high school superstar but you know hey buddy you're like you're like a five foot nine um running back um, or you're like a skinny five foot nine slot receiver, like hey, um, maybe like the NFL, you know, like okay, maybe you make it, maybe you don't, but like, you know, or or you can use that same athleticism that saves speed and learn how to kick a damn soccer ball, and hey, maybe you can be, you know, your five foot nine self could be the best player in the world, slightly in our message, you know what I'm saying? And so I really think that you the U.S. Soccer Federation along with the uh, uh, MLS, should really be pushing to try and get more global stars to come and play in the U.S. And now they won't be able to do it in the same way that the Saudi Pro League is, where they can literally get Karim Benzema, who won the Ballon d'Or this year. He was the best player in the world this past season. Um, Just leave Real Madrid, uh, probably the best club in the world. Uh, and and come play, and he was not washed. By the way, it's not like he was washed. Just won the best player in the world, got him to leave Real Madrid to go to go play, um, you know, in Saudi Arabia. You won't be able to do that. But can you get some? Could you get a a Luis Suarez who's been bouncing around playing in like these South American leagues? Can you get him to come play in the MLS? Can you get uh you, you know um. Uh, maybe like Sergio Aguero 
you get a guy like that. He, I mean, he's retired, but, you know, maybe if you were able to come get him to go play in those leagues to kind of just get some more names, some bigger names to come play in these leagues. you got plenty of big markets. At the very least, I, I feel like there should be no reason I turn on um, a game and New York City FC is playing and there is not a, a global soccer name that I, I know. That I don't. That I know. I should have one. Like I should turn on. I should turn on New York City FC and and see Luis Suarez is playing on that team. You know what I'm saying? I should something something like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just a name that you know. So yes. I now think be just, really, I think it would be great to grow the game. Now, in 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 terms of growing the game, I agree with you 100% on everything that you just said for real, but. To put just a, a final bow on all of this, the U.S. women's soccer team, they're probably the most followed U.S. team, you could probably argue, in the entire country. You could probably argue that, right? Like, yeah, yeah. You could probably, in, in like, not, in like, in terms of U, even U.S. men's basketball, like, you could argue the U.S. women's soccer team is low-key, like, right there. You could probably argue that, right? Mm. I would, uh, maybe. Like legitimately. Um, I I might say maybe because like, I I don't think people really have interest in like like interest in U.S. men's basketball like that because like they should win. Like there's no real competition. Well, that's and then that that was gonna be my thing. We talked about the U.S. The expectation, if they lo- if they don't come in first, they're a grave disappointment. Like, they lost to Nigeria in that exhibition game, and the world was ending. No, I, I agree with you. But in the um, same in the same concept, yeah. it, in terms of talking about growing the sport, the U.S. women, like, they are very – they have the biggest following, bigger than the fucking men. Like, yeah. it's not necessarily that, you know, it's – it's because they beat down every single person that they play. The U.S. women's soccer team is the best soccer team in the entire country. I mean, we'll see it in the upcoming World Cup. Is that ranked true or not as they go for a fucking three-peat? But, like, it's, you're, it's there. If we are able to – for for no disrespect to the women, but we always talk up here talking about how the women, you know, the WNBA, the NCAA Women's Basketball League, the NWSL of the world, they're not getting any of that kind of respect that the men are getting. But the U.S. women's soccer team beat down on fucking everybody, and yet they're probably one of the biggest followings in the country. Like, it's it's right there. It's there for the fucking taking. Mm-hmm. It's just not enough people are, are watching it. That's the thing. And now, like Brandon said, if we have these players come over, It'll, it'll blow everything out of the fucking water. Dude, we don't even need prime players. We'll take the wash scraps of Luis Suarez and Sergio Aguero. It'll still grow the league. That's all yeah, it is. Like, you just got to get the name, get the eyes on it. Like, get, the, and no, like you know, I'm, I'm really not even trying to disrespect the women here. But, I'm, I, again, again, if all those other leagues that I just talked about, even the, even the softball tournament that we just watched, or at least I watched or paid attention to, even the softball tournament, if all of that doesn't get anything and the U.S. women's soccer team gets everything, you're able to do it. You're yeah, able no, to do it. We, we've seen that, like, the men look, like the men have, a, have a, a big following of their own. Like, we see them, like, hell, they play Mexico, it's a thing. They play, you know, anytime they're on TV, they're playing Nations League or, or CONCACAF, they're going to play in uh, Copa America. Um, as a tune-up for the World Cup, like those will all be big events. A lot of eyes will be on the TV if they ever, you know, if they play on U.S. soil and any of those. Like that stadium will be sold out. It will be rocking. Um, you know, so like they'll show up. They'll support. Um, I don't know if you were following. Um, I believe we talked about it a little bit on the podcast. Did we? Um, you know, earlier you did see that we did get secure the commitment of um, uh, of Florian uh, Balligan. Did you see that? That I did see. Yes, yes, I did. Um, that like that on social media, um, 
in that in the little circle of like U.S. soccer, big deal. Like yeah. big deal. Like when he was here, when he he was here, like U.S. soccer was training in Miami. He had came down. Or I think it was in Orlando. They were training. He came down. Um, he went to the Magic game. Like that blew up on social media. He he then left and he he was up in New York. I think he went to like a Yankees game or some shit like that. Like that blew up as as well. You know, so that recruitment of him was a big deal. And and when he when he signed, big deal, blew up on social media. And so I'm actually honestly I'm very excited for them. Uh, I believe in two weeks is when we start Nations League. I think it's uh, no, it might be a week. I think. I think yeah, June like June twenty first or something, or like, something that. like that. I yeah, know, that's a few days. Shit. Um, but coming up soon, they start. I know coming up soon in the next week or so, they start Nations League. I believe they have a game against Mexico. Um, in the semifinals, so that will be that'll be a big event. Obviously, they they're coming on. I believe they're the defending champions. They beat Mexico um, last year. Um, so, you know, big event, very exciting. Uh, they got to get the coaching situation figured out because they they just have like dudes um, just like filling in apparently. Um, but you know, U.S. soccer, they just gotta. It's something I would like to see the men's soccer team get it rolling in a manner similar to to the women, because you know soccer is a fun sport. At least for me, I enjoy it. Well, I mean, as you know, someone who grew up with three sisters and all three of them played soccer, I'm probably the biggest fan of the U.S. women's soccer team. So, I mean, it holds. It, it's like a home thing. So I'm right there with you, bro. Honestly. Um, final, oh, Rob, I do want to say to you, I, and well, ask, I, Brandon, have you been to the stadium? To the arena? Um, I have not. By the way, I'm sorry, just a slight, slight detour. Breaking news, Matthew Kachuk is out tonight. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, that was a run. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, I plan on buying tickets at some point to go see Matthew. I got to watch him play once. And Rob, I suggest you do the same. Brandon, I know you'll do the same, but I, you you gotta at least watch Messi one time, even in, even if you're not a fan of soccer, as you are. So. I do plan on watching. I will watch a game. I do have as a T-Mobile uh, user, I have free MLS season pass that I have yet to sign up for. Um, that is done already. I, I will do that. <laughs> I would take advantage of my free uh, MLS season pass so I can watch Messi. Because, God damn it, they're not watchable right now. Mm. <laughs> All right, Rob, final thoughts. Oh, no, actually, Brandon's final thoughts. Um, just taking on the soccer note, um, probably the biggest news in the soccer world going on right now, Kylian Mbappe has, asked, has notified PSG that he will not extend his contract. That and and he will not um, uh, exercise his option that is, you know is set to to take place after this season. So PSG has let it be known they will not lose him for nothing. So Kylian Mbappe could be on the move this summer. Um, so that's kind of interesting. Uh, Real Madrid was where he was supposed to go um, prior to this year. Uh, that seemed to be a done deal, but last minute changed his mind. Um, I I don't believe Real Madrid is uh, going to target him. They're supposedly asking two hundred million. So I'm begging, I'm begging the Glazers. He is not going there, to man you over there in Tampa. Not not with the Glazers oh. in charge. Not with the Glazers in charge or not. But yo, y'all over there in Tampa. Go ahead and sell that. Sell that to the Qataris. Let my dog shake Yassin by the team. Well, I mean, if you want to go on the soccer route with final thoughts, you're not going to give a shout-out to your rivals for winning the Champions League or not? No, not at all. Uh, and Eric Holland fucking booting, what, 90 fucking goals almost? I do. I goals? do. Erling Holland, that, that dude's a monster. I actually really do like Erling Holland as a player. Um, Pep Guardiola, I actually like him as a manager as well. Um but, but, like, bro, Manchester City, I don't want to hear this. Like, they look, their streets were flooded in Manchester celebrating their 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 little, their, their parade. Bro, 
you look at a Manchester City game, they can't sell out that damn arena. I don't want to hear it. They can't sell out that goddamn stadium to come watch them play. And they've been good. They've been like, they've been just like world-class good for at least the last like five, six years. I don't want to hear it. Don't want to hear it. The treble, yes, they won the treble. The second English team to do it. Behind who? Manchester United. Thank you very much. Um, so, you know, it's cool. doesn't happen very often. Um, but, you know, my treble was not only done first, but it was done by primarily players who were from the academy, who grew up in Manchester United, were developed by Manchester United, and played for Manchester United. Y'all spent $2 billion over there and, ha- and are currently, you were, you were charged by UEFA for uh, financial fair play violations. And, um, you know, uh, basically your books are sketchy. Um, you had your penalty. The wings, the wings, the wings. Sus- the Buffalo yeah, Wild the wings. wings. Suspended, sus- a suspended, basically a suspended punishment, two years. And then guess what? Those same charges that you faced by UEFA, the Premier League has charged you and they're coming after you for it. Two, 115 charges of, of financial financial malfeasance in your books over the course of like seven years. I, 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 hey, hey, I mean, look, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what comes of your charges. Innocent until proven guilty, you know, but I'm just saying, none of that happened with Manchester United in their trouble. There were no questions. They won the trouble and they won the trouble. That was it. By the way, for people that don't know what the trouble is, like, because I'm, I'm saying this, I know what it is. Robert probably sitting there like, the hell you're talking about? I guarantee you Robert's on his phone right now. Not no, even looking at us. Look, Not I'm, even looking I'm, at the screen. I'm looking at the screen now. I mean, I have to play, play me. So. <laughs> the, the trouble is you win three trophies in a year. Your cup competitions typically in the, in the top five leagues is four. You have a league cup, uh, a the domestic cup you have the, the league that you play in and the champions league or your european competition you, the trouble we're talking about you win the you win the league you win the champions league and you win a domestic cup then city states they won fa cup they won the champions league and they won the premier league so. any final any more final thoughts <laughs> no, that's it, man. That's it. Don't, don't, just, don't, just, just somebody else talk because you might, you might get me on another Cody Belly. I've had it. All right. Well, it'll be Wednesday, June fourteenth, and your Georgia Bulldogs are your back-to-back national champions. Um, fight the power as always. Shout out to Khalil. Do want to give a shout out to the U.S. Women's Soccer Team one more time because I love them so much. Um. Genuinely? Oh, and dude, guys, everyone listening, try and find a way to an Inter-Miami game, and you'll thank me later. Honestly, that's, that's going to be something you guys are going to be talking about with your fucking grandchildren. Um, that's all I got. Robert, any TSAs of the week? Uh, Brandon, remind me. Do I have any? Because I don't think I have any. Um... Do you? I mean, I don't. I don't think so. Uh, uh, I'm seventy five. I'm seventy five percent sure that you don't. You don't I don't, that. right? Yeah, seventy five percent sure. I don't. Okay. Oh, just a quick thing though. Uh, Twin Peaks. I love you, but your capacity rules are starting to get on my nerves. Okay, I had to go watch a game last night. And, you know, we needed a table for five, but because we didn't have 75%, we had to share a table oh. with two random strangers. Not really you happy did? about that. I thought you, you didn't have 75%? No. Contrary to you, belief. You told me. Contrary to popular belief. You told me you belief, had three out of five. Contrary to popular belief. Party, you had three, out, three out of five is not 75%. No, there's no way. That's 66%. You know that, that right? Something like that. Quick maths. That, Look yeah. at you. Yeah, sixty percent. I was close. It's sixty percent. There's, there's no way. Are you sure, Robert? No, three out of five has to be seven. Bro, I I'm, thought the I'm same doing thing the math. Too. Three out of five. Is He's 60%. trolling you. He's trolling you. He's trolling you. Oh, it's not. Oh, it's oh, not oh, about oh, you. Oh. I'll tell you later. It's not about you. <laughs>
Oh, okay. Yeah. I, 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 okay. If you say so, you're, you're the you're the you're the accounting. You know, I'll, I'll go oh with you. God! Okay, I, I can already see where this is headed. <laughs> but Twin Peaks, come on, man! Y'all can do better than that. Come on, man! Take care of your customers. Damn, they upped it from fifty to seventy-five. Seventy-five percent. Now, granted, we had to go to the one in Fort Lauderdale, which was not my decision. Um, I'm pretty sure at Pines I would God, have you. Damn. Anywhere. Look, I'll t- tell you, we're gonna tell you it's another after pod story. Uh, but yeah, okay. Twin Peaks do a little better, dog. But um, that's all I got. Um, and uh, now nah, I'm not gonna get political, so I'll leave that alone. All right, guys, this has been another episode of the Scorekeepers Podcast. We'll see you back at our regular time on Monday. Yeah, right? You guys going to agree? Hopefully. All right. He would hope. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, and shout out to uh, this week releasing um, the greatest superhero movie of all time is coming out on, oh, on Thursday. Oh, so you guys look out for that. And uh, oh, and before, well, I'll say that next week. But yeah, uh, shout out to that. This has been another episode of Scorekeeper Podcast. We will see y'all next week. We're out. This has been another five-star production. I look back on this and think how we had the club going up on a Tuesday. Got your girl in the cut, she choosing club going up on a Tuesday. Got your girl. In